is the Daddy Sharps Podcast. Welcome to episode 33, everybody. My name is Luke. 33, Luke. 33. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the fights that your buddies are too square to break down. And we are ready to break down UFC fight night at the Apex in Las Vegas. Oh, it's yeah. shaping up to be a really fun card. Yeah, it is. But you know what I want to do before we go there? Mm, mm. Let's compare it to last week's card, shall we? Yes. Because I do believe that you said UFC fight night, Kansas City. Boom. Sorry, I got to do that every time. <laughs> would make That it would make or break your betting situation that kind of card make them or break them that's what you said thoughts oh, there was there was no middle ground on that card it was crazy tons of underdogs winning it felt like more fighters over 35 on the card than under yeah. we had multiple fighters changing weight classes for the first time and like i mentioned ton of dogs cashing we even had a double retirement in the ring luke i've never seen that before i know that's crazy <laughs> could have done without the uh kneeling in the middle of the ring afterwards for an extended yeah. period of time but yeah. you know yeah still one of the most entertaining cards i can remember watching in a while but a tough one the handicap lost a little bit of money on it but to be fair i don't feel that bad that i lost a small amount i saw one guy that lost ten thousand dollars on that card yeah i saw that you tweeted that to me and i was like <laughs> yes. oh my god and i do believe the photo on twitter was a bottle and two shot glasses so Yes. God yes. bless him. God bless him. Yeah, we, we both <laughs> broke even on all of our bets. We broke even. Great yep. first half of the card. Second half is like, what the hell's going on? Oh, yeah. Except, as soon as the main card happened. Except, except, John, for our best bets, which are the only bets that really matter because they're the ones we share with you on the podcast. We went three and one on best bets. That is as good as you can ask for with a volatile card yes. like that. So... Do you want to recap those? Let's recap them. We Recapping. Did great. did great. So I first said Zach Cummings would snuff out Ed the Short Fuse Herman with a win. Unbelievable. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> you could hear it. I swear you could hear it if you listen close <laughs> enough. This was a dumb fight. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. It was so we just started <laughs> laughing watching this. Cummings dominated. But, but this is the way you were talking about. After the decision, uh, both fighters threw their gloves in the octagon, kneeling for way too long, <laughs> re retired maybe, on the spot. Maybe I they were just I, too tired to move. <laughs> I saw a pair of gloves go, and then I saw another pair of gloves, and they kind of put them together. What are they doing? Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that was nuts. Whatever. Hey, that was a winner for us. Next, I picked Brandon the Raw Dog Royval Best to name. win. Yes. And you followed me on that bet and guess what happened he delivered an explosive KO in the first round hey i was yes. watching that fight john while replacing my my front door <laughs> yes did you know yes. that which which i paid for with my best bet wins from oh, the daddy sharps what a beautiful knee it, the knee yeah. that keeps on giving right there that's right so i dropped my drill on my foot ouch <laughs> Rushed to the phone, called you. You were already calling me. We picked yes. up. We started screaming. Yes. Started screaming. <laughs> I thought there could be a submission in this one. He was an underdog like no other underdog, and and we just called it. We knew it, and we'll take the KO, and we will take the win, John. Oh, that was a good one. And that might be one of his first knockouts. That guy submits everybody, so 
was a great fight. Great, great pick right there. I went with a slightly easier route. I had Holloway to win this one easily, and he did. The Blessed Express blessed our pocketbooks again. Thanks, Max. And I'm not done with Hawaii yet. More on that to come later in this in this podcast. But by the way, Luke, do you remember last week's podcast? I said Allen would land shots on Holloway, but Holloway would outstrike him two to one. Do you remember that? I do. I know significant strikes landed 147 to 76 Holloway. Let's go, Luke. Where's where's my prop on that? I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Also, I had my money on Gutierrez versus Munez. Oh, boy. I have to be honest. I thought Munez was done, washed up over the hill. Well, I guess power doesn't fade. It was still there. He knocked Gutierrez down in the first round. And Gutierrez, the rest of the time, fought scared. It was like he knew he was going to lose. He just didn't want to lose that bad and didn't go for it. Daddy Sharps take the L on that best bet. Yeah, he was timid. Should have won that fight. He was timid. Yep. Hey, uh, before we get to our best bets for this week's UFC fight night, you know, there were so many weight class swings last week on that card. We decided yes. to have a little side bet. Do you remember that at the end of the podcast? We said, I, I, do not re- I, do, I do not recall this. No. I think you remember that. And I think it's on the record because there's a podcast mm, out mm, there, Daddy mm. Sharps. You can mm. catch us on Spotify and many <laughs> other platforms. Yes. I'll bet. I bet you, John. I bet you that the majority of fighters who switched out of their more comfortable weight classes would win. We, we said that we would develop that bet and we would share it with everyone. That's what it was. The majority of fighters who switched out of their comfortable, most comfortable weight classes would win. So I had these fighters that would win, three of them. Barboza, Bozer, who we both loved, and Cummings. The winner between you and me got to pick the very first cocktail of the night for the other during the next time that we, we see each other. And and uh, your picks and your your picks, good sir. Billy Q, Ed Herman, oh boy, and Kuchalaba. I went one and two. Luke, you went two and one. And sir, I'm gonna I'll just go ahead and buy you that old duels now. I'll order it warm. Oh, oh wow. Oh, Little wow. old duels. I want to keep you safe. It's not, it's not how this works. <laughs> not how any of this works. It fits my pocketbook quite nicely. So, so John, what what cocktail will it be? What 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 shall I select for you? Because that's the bet. Mm, what will mm, I select for you? Is mm, it going to be some something fruity? Yeah, I think it will be. Mm, something with a lot of a uh, accoutrement. I like, like uh, uh, some umbrellas. Oh, you like these this. though? This is yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, hey, hey uh, you know, here's an extra five bucks. Stack the umbrellas of the swizzle sticks, the Ooh. the big loopy straws that go round and round. Uh, maybe, yes. maybe we we're looking at a a bowl or like a, a, a <laughs> half a watermelon with with uh, dry oh, ice, boy. dry ice floating out the side. Maybe some sparklers. Sparklers. So everyone, <laughs> everyone all around as they as they come to the table, and they're the who's getting that drink? Yes. I like it. Center of attention. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? I tell you Fruit. what, I've, I've decided. I've decided. Mm. Mm. I'm going to serve you a drum roll. A mint julep. Because, John. Oh. We are weeks away from the Kentucky Derby. Ooh, daddy. Daddy Sharps are breaking it all down for you. The prep race season is over and the final field basically set. It's just not official yet. We all know the Hall of Fame trainer, Bob Baffert, will not be allowed to take part. Still banned after his horse, Medina Spirit, failed a post-race drug test two derbies ago. Forte, the likely favorite. And Japan, 
Japan is on the card here. They're going to have three contenders in the race. A lot going on. A lot going on for the final race of the Derby. A lot of headlines, a lot of controversy in the run for the roses. So we will see. And you will be drinking a mint julep, thanks to me. I like I, it. I might make it a really expensive one, and so you pay for it. So I'll have one too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, my man. It's all. It's all for S's and G's. Yes. <laughs> can I, I? I don't know. Can we cuss on this one yet? Can I? Can we just say it? Maybe all so. Right. <laughs> All right, little shits and giggles. All right, let's break down our best bets for this week, shall we? We've got UFC Fight Night at the Apex, John. Ooh. So we got Brad Traveris versus Bruno Silva. That's where I'm starting. I like my best bet here, Brad Traveris, minus 165. I liked Holloway so much, I'm going to stick with Hawaii. Give me the 35-year-old Hawaiian in this fight. He's coming off a war in his last one against newly minted top 10 contender and one of Luke's favorite fighters, Duplessis. Duplessis. He showed me, Duplessis. He showed me in that fight, he still has it. 35 years old, threw 78 strikes in the third round. Crazy volume when both these guys were dead tired. Brad has a body of work that's impressive. He's been in the ring with Adesanya, top 10 contenders, top grapplers in the weight class. On the other side, we have a power striker, Bruno Silva, who's on a two-fight losing streak, taking losses to veteran submission artist Mearshart and ex-champ Pereira. Pereira, not, how do I, how do I put this lightly? Not quite an mixed MMA guy, but he's a great striker. However, his list of wins on the UFC not the best of competition. Three guys who are a combined 10 and 14 inside the cage. And guess what, Luke? All what? of them have been cut from the UFC. None mm. of them are fighting anymore. Mm. Silva, the brawler, depends on power to get the job done, getting two knockouts on the UFC level. Two of those knockouts came against guys that were knocked out six of their last 10 fights. So really, I think, Luke, you could have knocked him out. He fails the eye test on the feet. <laughs> Traveris is going to win the scorecards. Silva gets hit more than he hits his opponent. My best bet here, give me the points fighter every day of the week against a heavy striker with a shaky defense. Traveris wins this one easy. Lock you out. You're, <laughs> you're going to knock me out after this first best bet. I'm going to convince you we've got a prelim flyweight fight between two Brazilian mixed martial artists, Priscilla zombie girl Cachoeira versus Karini killer Silva Silva slight favorite in this one. Silva has the age advantage five years younger. She has a two inch reach advantage as well. Two and oh in her only UFC fights. She won by submission in the Contender Series. She choked out a veteran fighter in her debut. She's got strikes landed percentage in her in her favor, but her takedown or, or, or takedown and submission percentage pretty good too, much better than Cachoeira. But but here, John, is where I'm going to build my case. I like okay? it. I like it. I'm going to try to convince you, but I'm going to win. I'm going to ask you for some insight here as well. Mm. Silva Silva is a true flyweight, so we've got that. Cachoeira is a true bantamweight and absolutely struggles to make weight for all of her flyweight fights. She's four and four in the UFC. She's had issues making weight in half of those fights. Oh, that's not good. For UFC fights where she did make weight, she weighed in slightly above 125 in that division, which you can do in non-title fights. I get it, but 
just eking up to that point, right? And then just saying that's good enough. In another one of her UFC fights, she weighed in at 129 not too long ago, which turned that fight into a catchweight fight. In another fight, she botched the weight cut altogether and the fight was canceled. And then there were the three scheduled fights against Ariane Lipsky. In their first scheduled fight, Cachuera failed a drug test. Canceled. In their second scheduled fight, Lipsky withdrew after she missed weight. In their <laughs> third scheduled fight, they fought as Bantamweights. Up in class from the flyweight division, Cachuera officially weighed in at 135. 24 hours later, on fight night, she weighed in at 147. That's 12 uh-huh. pounds gained in one day. Yes. <sighs> Sounds like I'm bashing her, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> You're a I bully. Am. Do you want to know why? Yes. Maybe I am. Here's <laughs> why. Because she's dirty. In her flyweight loss against Jillian Robertson, good fighter, right? Robertson mm-hmm. had Cachueta in a chokehold, and not once, but twice, Cachueta reached behind her and jabbed her thumb into Robertson's eye. Robertson actually says, yeah, I felt her thumb in there a little bit. I was just hoping the ref <laughs> would call it. Robertson, tough. Oh, Robertson did win by submission, but that is some dirty stuff happened right yes. there, trying to injure another fighter just you know, to, to get out of it. I understand what you do. You know, the, the fighter gives up and then the ref has to take a point away, all this, but at least you're out of the chokehold and you, you move on. Yes. Dirty, dirty, dirty. All paints a picture for me. I know this is a long, long, long way of wrapping this up, but I'm telling you this. Failed drug tests, struggles making weight, cheats when losing. That is a lack of discipline. And it's a long-winded way of saying, as long as this remains a flyweight fight, it's got to be a flyweight fight. No catch weights. No cancellation, obviously. My best bet is Silva to win. She is the disciplined fighter. Yes, she could not come in. Convinced? If if she actually makes the weight. There you go. She can't if she's three pounds or more over, that means she didn't go through the toughest part. Can't trust it at that point. Can't trust it. Who you got, my man? Uh, here's one where I'm gonna try and convince you, my man. Sergey Pavlovich versus Curtis of the Razor Blades. Best bet, Pavlovich, plus 145. Luke, we had a long discussion today about this one, my man. Yes, I know did. you try to talk me out of making this a best bet for the listeners. Let me explain why. Typically, here on a Daddy Sharps, heavyweight is an avoided weight class. It's a crapshoot. Huge power, poor cardio, can be a tricky combo to handicap. If you wrestle, you can usually win at the heavyweight level. But here I am. I'm in the deep end of the pool, Luke, and I'm looking at you on the diving board. I'm trying to convince you. Luke, jump on in. The water's fine. The water's fine. You want to Treading water. (laughs) Pavlovich, one loss. It was his UFC debut, legendary striker over him. It was the Russians' debut, like I said. But since that time, he's a perfect 5-0. 15 of this man's 17 pro fights, round one knockouts. He has amazing power, right up there with Derek Lewis and Ngannou. Coincidentally, Blades has trouble with elite power strikers, which this guy is. Losing twice to Ngannou and once to Lewis, Sergey has that power and a longer reach than both those guys. On Blades' side, we already know this dude's path to victory, the takedown. He needs to get Sergey to the ground, and like me and you were talking, where on the gas tank? Test Sergey. Can he survive three, three rounds, let alone five? This is a main event. Blades. Hands down, best wrestler in the heavyweight division. And it's a true test. 
for what I think is going to be the future champ in Sergey. However, Ooh. however, <laughs> Sergey has something that most heavyweights don't have, and certainly something that Blades hasn't seen yet. This guy has a Greco-Roman wrestling background. This guy was on the mat at age five. Then he went into the army. And guess what he learned in the army, my friend? One of my favorite disciplines, combat sambo. Combat sambo. What was he like, yes. age six? <laughs> we just we just haven't seen him use his wrestling yet because he's finishing everyone. Last two fights, he finished in under a minute each. I had to go back to some of his old Russian fights, and they were not dubbed over, my friend. I was watching this in Russian, <laughs> and I, I found it. He does. He's a Greco-Roman wrestler. For those that don't know what that is, uh, Blades is a collegiate wrestler, uh, what you normally see in the NCAA uh, and high school. Greco-Roman, you will see some of this in the Olympics. It's all upper body. It's all throws. It's trips. Uh, kind of like judo, if I can compare it to anything. Oh, good, good. Yeah, it's good. Yes. Good comparison. I'm betting he has enough skills to at least stay out of danger with Blades and his wrestling. I'm not saying he out-wrestled Blades by any stretch of the imagination, but I think he has enough knowledge, enough body control to keep the fight where he wants it, on the feet or in the top position. If Blades gets on top, I'm in trouble. <laughs> when Blades had the three fights against the elite power punchers, he only landed a takedown in one of them, and those guys had no wrestling background. Finally, Sergey trains his wrestling at AKA here stateside, the same gym that Khabib, Islam, and Daniel Cormier called home. I think that gym's going to have my boy ready for this wrestling-heavy match. My best bet here, Pavlovich, I'm betting he keeps Blades on his on the back foot with the pressure to prevent those double legs. What do you think, Luke? Did I convince you? What do you think? Well, let me just say, I always encourage you to do the best you can. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding, man. Look, bottom line is, uh, for those who are listening, if, if he's breaking this down and he's making this a best bet, there's a reason for that. And so, right there, uh, that alone has me convinced. Look, I think all I said when we were talking was, mother. At least the point I was trying to make was, this is on paper a really close fight, and some things have to happen. I think on both sides for for either one to win. So I think this has the potential for being. Just a hands-down fight of the night, fantastic going back and forth. If Pavlovich can 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 outmuscle him, then then yeah, he's got a shot. I I, I absolutely think that. Uh, it just scares me to bet it. However, there is a good, another good rule of thumb here. If if you're gonna put money on it, and it is really close, and you've got the underdog there that's got an equal shot, and you've got it at plus yes. money, yeah, yes. why not throw a little bit on there, right? Yes. And and here's a little something I found interesting on this fight too, Luke. Pavlovich, we kind of went into it. This guy finishes everybody on UFC level. This guy's finishing guys real quick. You're going to hear, you're going to see, you're going to read a lot of stuff this week. Oh, if you're going to take Pavlovich, take him by finish. You know what that price is? Pavlovich by finish plus 150. Pavlovich just to win straight up, either any way you want, plus 145. Oh, come on. Like, don't don't be that guy. Just just in case, <laughs> just take the plus 145. Unless you're betting ginormous units, don't be that guy. Take what the casino is giving you. Totally. Put a little yeah. bit on both. Put a yes. little bit on both. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll put money on it. You got me. Yes. Okay, I'll go with the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> a quid, quid pro quo there. All right. <laughs> yes.
All right, for my next best bet, I'm headed to the Bantamweight division. We've got Montel Quick Jackson, heavy Quick. favorite over Ronnie Yaya. Jackson has the better strikes landed percentage. He absorbs less strikes. Do you know why, John? Oh, because please tell me. Because he's quick. Ooh, let's go. That's a dad joke if I ever heard one. He's a superior takedown artist because he's quick. <laughs> God damn it. He has a better <laughs> takedown defense. And do you know why? Because he's, say it with me, he is quick. quick. Yeah, Yaya like would rather get this fight to the mat where he's been success successful. 21 wins by submission in his career. Seven wins by submission in the UFC. He's also, and here were the red flags coming for me, Ooh. 38 years old as a yes. fighter. That's a red flag. Mm. Last year, he injured his neck, had to take a long break. That's a red flag. Twice, he was scheduled to fight Co Cody Garbrandt during that time, and he had to withdraw from those. In a recent interview, he was asked if there was any aspect of Jackson's style that he was watching that could pose a challenge. His answer? Jackson's jab. <laughs> Jackson's left cross. Jackson's knees. And Jackson's kicks. That's a lot of red flags. That and then much... Yaya did this in that interview. He predicted he would finish Jackson. That's a huge red flag. <laughs> Look, I realize that the odds aren't great here. It's minus 650 the last time I checked this afternoon. But that's why I'm doing something I rarely do. And I'm making my best bet Montel Jackson to finish. He will be the one who finishes that. Yaya, I think he knocks him out. Put your money on the finish, and you'll be thanking the Daddy Sharps come Saturday night. I like it. This guy guarantees a finish over a guy that's never been finished. And that's he's afraid of his knees, his kicks, <laughs> and all of his punches. That's awesome. pretty, much, pretty much every appendage. Awesome. He's afraid awesome. of. <laughs> all right, dude, let's take a deeper dive into the other fights we like on this card. We're going to start with a prelim bantamweight fight between Bakari Storm, the Nah. Versus Brady Bam Bam. He stands. Who do you like? When you see Dana and he just walks into the cage, this dude looks yeah. like a fighter. This guy, we have we have a buddy, and when they do the walkouts, he'll sometimes look at a fighter and be like, I'm taking this guy. He looks like he murdered somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Dana has that stare, dude. He yeah, looks he scary. But yeah. my action on this one, I'm running away. High stand has the takedown pressure, but I don't trust his work on the feet. He gives up way too many strikes for me to place a wager on him. I don't like it. I'm staying away. Dana is the puncher in this one. He absorbs a lot of strikes too, though. I'm right behind you. Look over your shoulder. There I am. I'm running. Oh, I'm oh, running with you. There it is. I'm running away. <laughs> running away. All right. We've got a featherweight fight between Francis Fire Marshall. You see what he did there with his nickname? Fire. I like it. Awesome. I yeah. like it. You should just bet on him just because of that alone. Uh, he's up against William Jaguar Gomez. Yeah. Jaguar, sir. Marshall's slight <laughs> favorite, minus 210. <laughs> Who do you like? I, I lean Marshall here. So I got to see him on a Dana White contender series. Very impressive. Uh, I've seen it. I saw his last fight, too. Really impressive guy. But for me, I'm just leaning Marshall. There's not enough information here on the other guy for me to bet it. High output striker. He's got the takedowns. He appears to be the complete package. Fire marshal, that is. But I, I just want to wait and see. It's only a lean right now. I want to get one more fight under his belt, and then we're talking. Yeah, this could also be another great fight for on the night. Uh, so fun to watch. Yeah, the fire marshal lands a ton more strikes, but it's going to be a good fight without my money. My money's yes. not going on it. Oh, we agree. Let's go to the big boys, the Huskies, <laughs> the heavies. <laughs> 
the heavyweights. The, the Huskies. The Let's Huskies. go. <laughs> Mohammed the Motor Uzman versus Junior the Juggernaut Tafa. So this is interesting. Tafa's favored. He's at minus 120. But hold on. That means you're still paying a VIG on Uzman, who is you can buy him at minus 110. So so that's interesting. Uh, do you like anything about this fight i like i like running away i am not going to the counter to get a ticket on this fight no way am i putting money on usman with a shaky strike defense and taffa he's a kickboxer who has hardly any experience in in mixed martial arts let alone in the ufc and also luke big red flag for me the last name i don't know how much usman's name is baked into the public betting changing this number should this guy be plus 150 plus 160 but people are just betting him up because of his name i have no idea this is not his brother <laughs> that's a great point if you forced me to pick i'd go with tafa on this one but but no bet from me yes all right yes. looks like it's going to be a really boring fight in other words with not much action a couple of big huskies <laughs> heavyweights <laughs> tired dudes yes on each other <laughs> I like it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Let's move on to female, the female fighters in the flyweight <laughs> division here. We've got Carol Rosa, minus 110 versus Norma, the immortal. Doom on it, minus 120. Another kind of odd. You're going to pay the big no matter what. John, any thoughts on this? Probably not. I'm running I'm running away on this one, but that that is another interesting line. I haven't seen that. Yeah. You don't book, see that a lot, let alone twice on the same card. No, the book is trying to tell us to stay away. Rose is the underdog here, but has more experience, more strikes landed, better accuracy striking. Um, yeah, we're, the book is telling us, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Just stay away. All right, yeah. let's go on then. The prelim, there's a prelim light heavyweight fight. We've got Ricky, the gladiator, Glenn, a slight favorite over Christos, the Spartan, Yagos. Sir. Can I just take this off on a on a little on a little tangent here? On on pure nickname alone, is this the best fight on the card? I know, the, gladiator the gladiator versus, versus the Spartan. Spartan, right now. We got, a, we got an old Greek war here. We got oh, this is great. <laughs> For me, I got the heavy lean on Gallegos. I actually bought this dog earlier in the week at plus one seventy five. Last look right before the podcast. Now he's plus one thirty five on paper. The wrestler should be able to win this one just on his wrestling alone. Glenn gives up way too much control time on bottom. When he gets taken down, he can't get back up. I'm going to use a little phrase here, Luke. I don't know if you've heard this one. Have you ever heard of the classic phrase, lay and pray victory? No, I like it though. That's basically a wrestler that is basically a straight wrestler. He can't hit, can't submit. He takes you down, gains top position, and just uses the clock until the round is done. Basically, rides you out. If you get back up, he takes you down again, rides you out again. If the opponent gets up, takes you down again. So over and over and over again, I see him winning with the old lay and pray in this one. And I'm going to cash it. Lay and pray. Is that what is that what uh, your opponents would uh, you would do or your opponents would do when you were on the mat wrestling? It's it's basically a stall technique, but that is no. We I, I did not do that. <laughs> no, I know you've told me enough stories, and I've heard enough yeah. stories about you. You were folks. He was a killer, and uh, and in, in, he he likes that stare of like I've murdered someone because he actually had it. And I've seen you angry once or twice in in the time in the more than almost uh, I, I don't know decade and a half that we've known each other and. Um, I thought you did murder someone. All right. Oh, <laughs> all right. We're moving on to the main card. 
Yes. On the main car. To the welterweights. We've got Jeremiah Wells, slight favorite over Matthew. Semi the Jedi. <laughs> Semmelsberger. Uh, <laughs> we're not betting on the name, the nickname. Let's just. Uh, yes. Who, who, who do you like in this one? I like the Jedi. I like the Jedi a lot. Uh, he's usually a guy that I bet and I've won a lot of money on. Although in his last fight, this is the type of guy that fights a very slow pace. And if he loses the first round, it's hard for him to win again on the cards. This is one I'm going to stay away from because of his slow pace. And Jeremiah Wells has a lot of fights in the UFC, but they are finished early. Like, I can't get a good read on this guy. I don't know how good he really is yet. So this is one I'm going to watch and learn. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna lay and pray on this bet. Lay and pray. I'll lay, I'll lay and pray, too. And we'll, we'll just take notes. We'll just yeah. take some notes. I I might throw a little bit on the uh, nickname. No, I'm just kidding. I don't I don't bet that way, folks. I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, another fight in the flyweight division. We've got uh, Yasmin Lucindo, who is a pretty heavy favorite against Brogan the Bear Walker. Uh, we're not going to break this down because I know you have nothing to say about this one. <laughs> yep, I'm Fem- off Female it. flyweight fight. Me too. I, because I like the nickname, though. The bear, nice, but you know Walker's a fill-in on this card. So uh, Melissa Martinez was we just withdrew and she stepped right in. So that's a great reason to stay off that fight. Yes. Let's go to a lightweight fight, shall we? We've got Bobby King Green, medium favorite, minus two eighty versus Jared Flash Gordon. Luke, I got a I got a heavy lean. On Bobby Green, and I'm going to say Bobby Green one more time, Bobby Green, because at the end of this fight, he is changing his name legally to King. He will only be known as King. Can you believe that? Oh, God. <laughs> we got Chad Ocho Cinco on our hands. That's a true I, story. I, I, I mean, awesome. Changing his I name. mean, that's <laughs> rad. That's awesome. Now, he is he is older. He's 36 years old. Green has the resume, though, and the opponents to lay the price at minus 280. Fantastic points fighter that rarely gets hit, usually wins a striking battle. Gordon almost beat the up-and-coming Patty the Batty last time out. In fact, some, thinks, some think he did win. I know I did. Tasty bet here, though. I like Green by decision. It's minus 110. This guy's a fantastic striker. Doesn't really knock anybody out. And he knows how to win on the scorecards. Gordon's only chance, really, is to put him to sleep to take this victory. The way that Green fights, there's no way he's going to lose a decision. Even when Green is knocked out, he's winning the decision. So I like Green at minus 110 if you just take him by decision. Nice. King. Yeah. You like King. All right. I like King. And I can call him Green until Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, he better win. When you do things like that, you better win. When I saw that, I did get a little nervous. That's why I made it a heavy lean <laughs> and not a best bet. <laughs> you got to win those fights, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Royalty. <laughs> Let's recap now our best bets. Our best bets. You've heard the leans and what we like on the other fights, but our best bets are where we are just killing it. Yes. And we've got them right here for you in this week's UFC Fight Night. John. I like the big bad Russian Pavlovich at plus 145. And I also like the Hawaiian versus the brawler. Give me Traveris to win on points here, minus 165. You convinced me. I am with you on both of those, backing both fights. I like Montel Quick Jackson by finish over Ronnie Yaya. 
Ronnie Yaya, too many red flags. Montel is quick. My <laughs> other best bet is Karini Killer Silva to win over Priscilla Zombie Girl, Cachueta, and John. That is going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. Remember, though, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets that we share on the podcast are based on our own research. We don't always win, but we win a lot. Yes, and be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more. And soon, John, will be sipping mint juleps together, buddy. Let's go, baby. As we break down the Kentucky Derby. John, I think you've got a question for me. Luke, who is your daddy? Oh, I know this one. I know we are! Stay sharp, everyone.